What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking the dirty 30s. Okay, let's start the show. What up, what up, what up? What is your baggage for today? Um, <laughs> that the long deep sigh. <laughs> um, I think my baggage for today is just I'm over this weather. I think I've said this like the last couple episodes, probably, <laughs> but like, no, seriously, it's starting to freak me out a little bit because it's so dry here that my throat started doing some like weird things Sunday night and I start freaking out because I'm like oh hell no I know I don't got COVID like this shit <laughs> you know I, I've had a couple friends that pop up with it like that are like close to my circle and I haven't seen them in a while you know thank god but <laughs> I'm like I don't want this shit and I know people are like well you're vaccinated like there's nothing you could do like if you get it you get it and I'm just like no no I yeah but you can still be mindful and try not to get it. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. Like someone called me the other night talking about, Oh, by the way, I talked to this, this uh, bartender that that's vaccinated and she ended up getting COVID and she got the Delta variant, but she was fine. She was only sick for like three days. So like, you know, so what you might have a code for three days or something. You might feel shit for shitty for three days, but like, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be so scared. And I said, It's not about me being scared. Right. I don't want to be sick, period. (laughs) Okay. I I managed to not be sick all of 2020. And now all up until now, July, I started feeling a little tickle or something weird. Right. Um, And I'm just like, damn, son, I was doing really well. But I did ease up on my vitamins. Mm. And I think that's how this went down. Because I had been taking them like old faithful, like something stupid. Like, I mean, every single day, pretty much. And I kind of ran out of some. And then I was like, oh, I'll go to the store. I'm going to go to the store. But then I was being lazy. And -hmm. and so for a couple of weeks, I kind of lapsed. And so I think that's why I'm here where I'm at now. But, you know, I rebuked that in the name of Jesus. And uh, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I just, I'm just tired of not only people that aren't vaccinated, like trying to, I don't know. There's all this, like, it's almost like a gang war going on almost. It's like, it's, <laughs> it the, really it's the vaxxers versus the anti-vaxxers. And I keep hearing these stories of people like, oh, you're stupid for taking that. Some girl said that, you know, I, I told my parents that you're going to, uh, they're going to end up turning into zombies and it's going to be a zombie apocalypse. And if, if it happens, yes, this is what this girl told me. She goes, if it happens and they start growing fur or something, like I have no problem with shooting my parents. And I looked at her, I said, what? worried about a zombie apocalypse. I was like, girl, you've been watching way too much walking dead. Number one. And number two, like I'd be more scared of some white people all of a sudden tomorrow, you know, Right. And I'm going to do an uprising because y'all are still making me wear this mask before I'm scared of a zombie zombie apocalypse. Right. I thought that was really crazy. I'm sure she was being lighthearted and funny. But at the same time, I was like, hmm, cool. Interesting. 
And then she hadn't, that, that same girl hadn't been vaccinated. And she's like, I got COVID three times. I feel like I'm immune to it now. Wow. That's interesting. And I was like, hmm, okay. But anyway. <laughs> right, so like, is, she, is she only immune after the third? <laughs> like, I don't know what that what? means. That does. I don't know what that means. You can't be immune if it still keep, if it keeps happening to you. Yeah, that was very strange. But you know, I'm always having interesting conversations with people. But you know, as she was talking, I had my mask on. So like, <laughs> Did she have hers on? That's no, <laughs> of course not. She's I told you. Anti-vaxxers. I'm telling you, it's a gang war out here, son. And I'm really, even though I'm vaccinated, I'm in the middle. I'm like, I don't I really too. like I don't I, care. I, I yeah, you do what you want with your body. Just wear a mask and stay the hell away from me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to put anybody else at risk. I just want to be safe. Right. That is all. Live your Point. life however you choose to. Point blank, period. That's all it is. That's, That's it. All it is. That's it. <laughs> wow. Zombie apocalypse. That is a that is that's a new one for me. Yeah. I've heard a lot of things. That one though. Yeah. Hmm. She was serious. I'm 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 pretty sure she was serious. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway. <laughs> that that for a second, to be honest with you. Listen, people believe some things, and I just I don't know, man. I just don't know. It's a lot, but right. I was going to say also reminding people, and I'm saying this in therapy a lot too, as things start opening up and people start mingling again, we're kind of in that place of like, we've been on quote unquote lockdown or whatever you want to call it for over a year. Everybody's immune system is shot to shit at this point. We're not used to engaging with other people. We're not used to being around germs. Everybody's been like hyper cleaning everything in ways that are probably not completely healthy because to some degree, your immune system gets stronger by being able to fight off things. I think people are going to be getting sick for a while as we start to mix and mingle. And it ain't going to be COVID, hopefully, for a lot of us, but... It's just going to be really strange. Yeah. I used to get sick, though, like twice a year, maybe like a cold or something, because just working in an office and then somebody comes in and then they're sick and they're walking around like trying to prove to everybody like, look, I'm sick and I go home. I'm like, stay your motherfucking ass at home. Why did you come here in the first place? Why are you? (laughs) You don't need to prove anything to us. Go home. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's a whole nother subjects for another day yes um so what's your baggage for today my baggage is i'm not ready to get up out of here like i do not have the 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 things set in place to just leave and i feel some kind of way about myself for that i have a trip planned in august and i'm looking at so i went through this phase in the middle of 2020 where i just started deciding i was going to throw things away and I just nice. throwing a lot of shit away. There's still a lot of shit that hasn't been thrown away, but it's like sitting at the door and it's been sitting at the door for months. Like it's on its way out. <laughs> I told myself I was going to donate it instead of just putting it in the trash. So it's at the door. But like I went through and started tossing a bunch of shit. 
now I'm planning a trip for August and I got to buy all new everything. What do you mean? Did you throw away like your baggage or like, I mean, Girl, I <laughs> not baggage, but your um, suitcases. <laughs> like I what? Suitcases. I threw away tons of clothes. I threw away all kinds of stuff. I was like, I'm going to buy all new things. And I was supposed to like slowly do that. And my trip is in a month and I haven't done it. And a lot of my clothes don't fit. Like, can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I gained weight, but my clothes got smaller. And I don't But your coat wait, but your clothes got smaller. You don't think you gained weight? I said what I said. I said what I said. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The clothes are smaller. (laughs) (laughs) My facial expression. I'm like, "Mm, okay, okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. They no longer fit. Okay. I don't, I don't know how to flip it, but so I'm having, so this is the other thing. The stuff that I kept, half of it don't fit. And I'm just, yeah, this is where I'm at right now. I am in the process of buying a whole new wardrobe, brand new suitcases, all the things. This is going to be the most expensive trip in life because I have to buy all the things. I feel like every time you're about to go on vacation, though, you spend so much money just to get to the place. It's not even funny. Like, you're like, oh, this would be cute for day one. Oh, this would be cute for, my- oh, I need these shoes. Oh, well, like, like I think we said this on another episode. It's just like, uh, there's no limits to your spending. <laughs> you'll go, you'll go. Even when right. you get to the vacation, then you're like, oh, but I don't have this. So I have to buy this. Oh, well, <laughs> right. you know, and then sometimes you can't bring it back on the plane because it was a full bottle of some shit. So then you end up leaving it in the <laughs> hotel and you're just like, ugh. It's 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 See, pricey. I'm not the person. I will buy a lot of things while I'm there. I'm not the person that does all the shopping before I leave because I tend to. Well, my summer wardrobe is like summer is my favorite season. I tend to buy <laughs> all my summer clothes anyway. So when I go on vacation, I got summer clothes. I don't have summer clothes anymore because none of them fit. <laughs> I don't have clothes to take on vacation. Well, that's gonna be fun because well i I don't know man we're talking about 30s oh so so we're talking about our 30s today right our dirty 30s and i was just about to say i don't remember um the last time i was happy about shopping it's it's been a while i used to love going shopping because it was easy i didn't have to try nothing on i was thinner i could just walk in and just be like boom 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 i'm buying this 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 these are my sizes i knew when i got home it's gonna fit doesn't matter you know but now (laughs) in the dirty 30s i'm like "Mm, yeah so i'm gonna have to try this on because yeah, I don't know if this is going to look right and how I'm going to look or is this going to hide this little, you know, fat pocket or whatever it is. I'm trying to like, you know, make sure that I'm look lean at least, you know, I don't know. It, I haven't. And then during COVID, you couldn't try on clothes, which to this day, I still don't understand why. why? Try on clothes. No, you had all of the dressing rooms were closed. Oh. So if you hmm. went in there, you just have to buy and just guess. And then if you go to one of them little cheap stores, you know you can't um, return it. So they're like, you can bring it back in 14 days and then um, um, for store credit store or credit, exchange. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> I hope this fits. Interesting. 
Yeah. Hey, that's never been my experience. I have never my entire life been able to just pick up clothes and they just fit. I have never understood why not. Although, you know, the way that they size women's clothes is completely arbitrary. I'm convinced. Um, but I have never, like not ever, <laughs> been able to pick up clothes and they just fit. I like I've always had multiple sizes in my closet. I've always had I think the only time I've been able to do that is when I find like a specific brand and something in that brand that they did well, like this specific brand of jeans, but it was only the jeans. I couldn't be anything right, else. Right, 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 right. And no. I knew if I picked up the jeans and only the skinny jeans, right? Like then I knew like those would fit, but anything else I would have to try it on. So I've never really cared for shopping because it was always hard, even as a teenager growing up, like my parents would try to take me shopping for like clothes for school and stuff like that, always had a problem. It's never been something I enjoy, but I, I enjoy having cute clothes. So I would do it as I got older because I'm like, cute and this is kind of cute or whatever. And so I would like do it. But I, I was one of those people who I would just do it frequently throughout the year. I would only buy like one or two items, but that would make it easier because then I wouldn't be in a situation like the one I'm in now where I'm going to buy a whole wardrobe and I'm right. procrastinating the whole thing at this point because I don't feel like it. Well, you're going to have to get on it, girl, because uh, August is here like tomorrow. So <laughs> you better start your search. If I don't want to be naked on vacation, huh? Well, you are prone to being naked. <laughs> You are that person. For the people to hear. I'm just saying, you are, you are. I've been on vacation with you, okay? I'm not, we didn't, this ain't my first merry go round, girl. We didn't just meet, okay? You are prone to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna wear this little whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, Katrina, like, do you, boo? Do you. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm putting my little toe in. I'm just, uh, yeah, people are shocked. Like some of my friends are really shocked right now that I'm like starting to wear a little like mid, uh, like little uh, crop tops that I'm starting to wear that and showing a little midriff. Girl, people are like. You're in shorts. I remember when Marlena did not wear shorts. Yeah, I didn't wear shorts. I'm telling you, I was a super conservative dresser. Be- well, yeah. again, I- Everything stems from childhood. You grow up with older people. You know, it's just something. I don't know know where my nakedness came from because my parents weren't walking around. No, they (laughs) weren't naked. Not at all. They were very conservative. Yeah. We don't know how Katrina got this way, but I can go without clothes. Please believe I will. (laughs) I would be, I I just had like an image just now where I was thinking about in Spain and in certain places where they have like nude beaches and it'd be like all these people that just be walking around and I'm like I don't I don't think I could do it like I I would really have to be with someone that like you know like a boyfriend or something or a husband that like no know, knows my body and is like been or I would not go on like no fucking girls trip and be like let's go to this nude beach like no girl I'm not doing really? that because I so would <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. That's what I wanted to do for my birthday last year in 2020. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to a nude resort. And the only reason I didn't go is because California was on fire. But you better than me. That's something I definitely want to do. And I don't care who's there. (laughs) Yeah, see, you're you're just more free. You're just more free. I'm, you know, a little closed off. But today we are talking about our (laughs) dirty 
30s. And I will say that I don't know what I was expecting for 30s. I wasn't expecting anything. I, I feel like each decade, I'm just rolling with it. Mm. Like whatever happens, happens. Hopefully, I'm obviously trying to grow more and become a better person throughout yeah. this, these years um, and evolving. But I didn't go into any with any expectation, but I did think young Marlena thought that 30s, I would be much older, much more Absolutely. established, had a house and kids and all this stuff or whatever. And that hasn't happened yet. And I'm completely fine with that. Okay. Like mm-hmm. completely fine with it because I feel like while I make good money, I'm, you know, still not enough. You know, anybody listening to this <laughs> kind of get put on because like, I'm, you know, I want this podcast <laughs> to take off. So, you know, I can't. So I got clothes to buy <laughs> and things. No, really. I. But anyway, not just clothes. But there's a lot of things that I have goals. I have goals um, and things that I want to accomplish. So I don't know. I'm just like, when are they going to get dirty or are they dirty already? Because we're like, in the trenches of being an adult, we've like real, we've right. come to realization what, what that dirty? we are, I was like, we've come, we we've come into realization that we are adults. Yeah. See, I, I also, I didn't have expectations, but I also thought at a young age that 30 was like grown. And so I thought 30 was going to be like, we was going to be our parents at that point. Like <laughs> full blown, you know, I never really saw myself having family. That's a conversation for a different day. But like, I definitely saw myself like very established, very rooted in like a career, doing all the adult things, owning a house, cars, whatever, like really living adult life. And that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) But not necessarily in a bed, like, there was definitely a point at the end of my 20s where I was like, I'm going to buy a house. And I started saving to buy a house. And then I realized I can't afford a house in Los Angeles as a single woman. No, um, so can't. that didn't happen. And then I, you know, jumped ship, started a business, the whole nine. But like, yeah, this is not this is not what I thought 30 was going to look like. I thought I was going to feel more like an adult. And I don't think I feel like an adult at all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I told that story. I told the story about how I was out and I saw this table spending all this money, like these 20 <laughs> year olds, like spending all this money or whatever. And I was just like, damn, son, like, you know what I could have did with that five G's you just dropped? Right. You know, I think that that's like how I know it's like, I'm like, I think that's when I realized I was an adult because I'm just looking like count. I'm not counting nobody's pockets, but in my mind, I'm just like, do you know what I could have paid off with that five grand you just dropped part, on yeah. like liquor that costs nowhere near the amount you're spending? Um, and how many bottles you could have got with that five G's right. versus what you're actually consuming Getting, here. Right. So there's been a lot of those moments that I, that have like solidified, like, yeah, you're definitely older. older. Right. Like, I don't feel old at all, but I'm just, I'm like, okay, You're I'm maturing. Yeah, yeah, I'm maturing. And the things that I think about are just not as, as I'm always going to be in lively, but they're not as lively as they were <laughs> in my twenties. You know what I mean? 
What does that mean? I mean, <laughs> like when you're in, tw- I feel like when you're in your twenties, you're just like so excited about being it being of age you know mm. you're just like oh my god like you're mm. counting down until you turn 21 I get to drink I get to blah 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 or you know I get to 25 oh I can rent a car and not have to pay all these extra fucking fees and you know like you <laughs> you have um you have these like thoughts. milestones yeah these milestones yeah. or whatever which you're just like I'm like man I wish that we didn't think of life like that I wish we didn't. I, w- I, I, I wish I could remember my 20s because I really, I remember them, sure, but they're such a blur because yeah. I was so just go, 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 go. No stop for like really taking it in. I was always somewhere doing something. You know, you usually, I was working a shit job, job I didn't care about, but I met mm-hmm. a bunch of like incredible people. Um you know, you just lived for the night, so to speak. Mm. You just lived for the night and just doing things. Like that was lively. That's where I got that name, like being mm. in lively. And I'm still like that in some way, but I feel like now I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Well, this bill is due on this day and this is due this day. And so I probably shouldn't go so ham on these days. And right. I have to do this, 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 and this. And there's all these responsibilities. And I feel, I feel in my 20s, I didn't, I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it at all. That makes sense. And I really will say something good about some of the Gen Z <laughs> peeps that they're definitely more business uh, minded, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the, cause they grew up on the internet. So all they think about is like, oh, if I get X amount of followers or I become right. a brand person or I do this or whatever, like those people are making money. They are. Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, but that shit wasn't out when <laughs> it wasn't out when I right. was in my twenties, you we know, came, we were raised by the generations that like you got a job and you stayed there yeah. forever, <laughs> forever. until it. you, you uh, retire. And then uh, re- after retirement, then you can go have fun. And yeah. I was always like, that sounds black as fuck. Right. I don't know anybody who was, when I'm 65, I'm probably going to chill. Like, I don't want to go. Yeah. I mean, not saying I don't want to go nowhere, but I don't want to wait until I turn until then. Then, until then to say, oh, now I have all the time in the world to do that. I'm like, right. no, 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 and more no. So, <laughs> um, no. I would say my 30s, while we're in the first quarter of our 30s, it's just the first quarter. I think it's going okay. It's going well. Things are moving along. <laughs> they're moving along. They're moving along accordingly. The only thing that I feel is sitting like at a dead end is like the p- point of me wanting to have children. Mm. You know? Because I'm on the, I'm not on the fence. I'm not saying I don't want kids because I do. Because yeah. legacy is really important to me. However, there's lots of conversation about freezing eggs and doing things to make Mm. sure that I'm able to do that because, you know, after like 36 or 37, you're deemed high risk. So, you know, but I mean, my cousin just had a baby and she's 41. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, people still do it every day, but it's just more to consider. Yeah. And I don't really want to be like an old mama. Mm-hmm. No, I kind of I, I kind of hope that, you know, my 30s somewhere, you know, I'm hoping in the next couple of years I start to like, OK, I found my person. 
we decided we're going to do this, you know, a lot of development. I hope that I develop in that department. Mm. That's what okay. I'm hoping for. I but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I'm also on the ver- I'm also on the the likeness of we'll see, you know. Right. Um, I've had conversations with plenty of people that are like, "What are you waiting for?" Like, "What are you doing?" while I'm like, "Dude, you just don't know what's going on out here in these streets." In these streets. That's a whole yes. other episode. <laughs> We do like five episodes on these streets. These streets and the egos that mm. you have to deal with and mm. and the nonsense and yeah. the lies and the childishness and the lack of communication. We could go on. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that, you know, we've talked about it, the way some guys, you know, it's like you talk about marriage or something like that. It's like you giving them a death sentence all oh, almost. God. And I'm just like, yeah. that's very strange to me, but. That's interesting. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You're just sitting across the table like, whoa, we just met. I'm like, it's not about us just meeting. I'm not saying I would talk about that on the first date or anything like right. that, but I'm just saying like, it'd be nice to know where your head is at though. If we're right. trying to enter into any type of situation, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a whole other episode because I could go on that for days. Um, what did I do you have ex- a question for you though? What? Because you're you're talking about kids and freezing eggs and all of that, and it kind of sounds like we've never really talked about this off air, but like it kind of sounds like you're open to kids, but you're kind of on the fence about it. Is it important enough to you? Like, would you ever do it without a partner? Like, just go and make it happen? Yeah, I would. I would do that. I've, I've actually um, thought about it a couple of times. I don't want to be a single parent. Sure. But because I feel, <laughs> I just feel like my personality, I need someone to buffer off of, <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like my kid is going to have a all the questions. I mean, that's what kids do. They, they're yeah. they're new. They're newbies. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're they're just like life. I wonder. You know, <laughs> I, I wonder. They're just that's what just is this thing. What is this thing? Where are we going? Do you know this? Can yeah. you? You know. And I don't feel like I've <laughs> I've uh, mastered a lot. You know, I've mastered some things, but I will say, like you were saying, like about our parents and how when they were in their thirties, how much more adult it seemed that they were. Yeah. You know, I think about the fact that I don't know how to sew clothes (laughs) or, you know, and if I would rip something or something would happen, I would go to my grandma and she'd be like, Oh, just give it to me. I'll just, I'll sew it up for you, whatever. I don't know how to do that. You know? So I'm just like, there's certain things that I like science. I think of all these shit, like, science projects and things that I remember being a kid being like, I didn't, I, I, I just imagine my parents being like, what the fuck? What is this assignment? What do they want you to do? <laughs> but I think it's always going to be the case. I don't, I, I think it's always going to be like that. I don't know that you're ever truly prepared for that. And if there's one thing I can say about you, Marlena, you have great community. But I feel like if you were to do that, like, not saying that other people shouldn't or whatever, but you are somebody that I would definitely see if that's something that you wanted. I see your people showing it. And you would be like, I'm calling Auntie Katrina because she's going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> 
True that, son. I will be the first one on the phone. The first one on the phone. I'm like, okay, uh, uh, all right, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, like, mommy's got this. You know, we got this. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. You know, so I just, I like I said, I hope to have a partner that I can buffer off of. But if right. not, if that doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. And yeah, I probably will still have a kid. Um, you know, and even if I don't have one of my own, there's plenty of kids that need to be adopted. Absolutely. You know, I'm just hoping it don't turn into no, you know, like one of them horror movies. You take the kid home and it fucking tries Girl, to kill it, you in your sleep or some shit. It, That's the it, only thing I'm hoping for. Your own child that came out of your own womb. I know. And it'd be the same situation. I know. We have no control over it is. I know. That's why I'm meditating and praying every day. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, God, you know my heart. I've been good. I've been good to people. I continue to be good to people. I have humanity. Please, please bless me in this department because Lord, I don't even know what I would do. Like, can you imagine? Like, I've watched like a lot of true crime and like that kind of Stop stuff. It. Stop it. And I just think about their families. I do. Yes. I think about their moms and their yes. dads and like their families. And honestly, but how could you not blame yourself for that? Or how could you not feel like how did I not know? Or what was I supposed to do? Like, I, yeah. That's what could I have done different? Oh, I didn't yeah. hold him long enough. Oh, remember <laughs> he was, he was yeah. crying so much in that crib and it turned him into a psycho. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just hoping that I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of responsibility. It is. Hey, more power to you. Go ahead, girl. I'll be Auntie Katrina all day. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, when did you realize that you, like, you were like, oh, this is, I'm an adult or this adultiness trash? Like, what part of your 30s were you like, ah, uh, no? Nah. I told you I got to that place because I still don't feel like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> the most that I feel like an adult, honestly, has been running this business. That has been the thing that has made me feel the most like an adult. Like, the amount of stuff that I have to do, the amount I'm learning about shit I never thought I would have to learn about. Um, even just like, just getting to know, like, I don't even know, business lingo and language and how all of these things work and all of that kind of stuff. That is the most adult that I feel. As far as the rest of my life, who's adulting? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have right. no idea what that means. I thought I was going to feel very different. And maybe I never will feel like an adult. Maybe that's just not a real thing. <laughs> maybe I'll just always be out here like, I guess we're here. We arrived. But I, yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten to that point where I'm like, yep, this is it. This is adulthood. Nope. Well, I think, yeah, well, I think that's something If if I could change anything, it would probably be that like feeling like, oh, this adulting. I think with aging or with, you know, going through these decades or whatever, I feel it's important. Like, I think it's good that you're doing that. Like, you don't feel that way because it's, I feel like it's important to keep your youthfulness, mm. you know, mm -hmm. because there's some people, like I told you, there's people in our 30s that are already talking about, oh, we old. We old or whatever. I'm like, yeah, if I could change anything, I would change the mindset of everyone that thinks we old. Like, I don't yeah, feel no. old at all. No. No. no I feel no. like I have more money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel. I feel like I, I have more money. That's more what I feel access. like. I have more yeah. access and I have more money. I can do more things. 
That's, I can definitely do more things. And that way I feel more like an adult because I feel like I don't have to respond to anybody in a certain way. Like I can show up how I want to show up because this is what I want to do today. Right. And I don't feel like, oh, I have to tiptoe around things or whatever. Like I feel adult in that way. I have more money so I can go on all the vacations if I want to. I can buy stupid shit for my house if I feel like it I could eat out every night if I wanted to like that kind of stuff I guess I feel more like an adult in that way but I don't yeah I feel like I'm gonna be that like 80 year old woman who's like all right now I'm an adult at eight. <laughs> that's when you say that's when you sit on your I don't say rocking chair but you're like sitting on the porch and they hear children gather around <laughs> Yeah, I got I got some stories. I lived. Let Auntie Katrina tell you a story. Right. I lived. I seen some things, okay? I would be the old auntie that just flew in from wherever coming off my flight with all my souvenirs for all the nieces and nephews. <laughs> I stopped doing souvenirs. I did. Like for my family. I was doing them for a while while I was going places. And then I stopped doing it because... I was just like, you could have just came with me. You could have just came. What are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with this mug? What are you going to do with this T-shirt? I can get you a T-shirt printed right now with the same shit on it. I can't. It's different if you bought it overseas, though, Merlin. Is it? I don't think so. I mean, when I went overseas, I did bring my grandma like a tea set and like a whole little get up or whatever. Because I was like, oh, this is cute. But that was the extent of my... I didn't really go into it like that. We need a whole vacation episode. We do. Yeah. We talk about that all day. <laughs> and I feel like it comes up almost every episode. <laughs> it does, oh, man. I'm I'm trying to go to Hawaii before this year is uh, over. We'll see. I've never been. I, I, I know that's not. I know it's not like glorious or glamorous or whatever. But I've never been. And I felt that's very strange because it is in the U.S. So I'm like. I feel like that's why I've never been. Maybe. Like Hawaii, because it's in the U.S. Mexico, because it's right across the border. Like stuff like that. I'm like, I could go there another time. Go somewhere else. Right. Is that logical? Not necessarily. But (laughs) that's how I think about it. I saw a sale, though, in Southwest. It was like California residents. They were trying to get California residents to go to Hawaii or whatever. Because I'm I'm assuming because tourism is kind of down. So... And that's probably how they make all their money anyway. But yeah. um, well, the native Hawaiians are really mad at people right now. So because niggas is just going over there, buying up all the land and fucking shit that, you know, doing nigga shit. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Anyways, your 30s. What is your motto for your 30s? My motto for my 30s is probably what we say every time <laughs> when we get off of this show. Pack light and keep it tight. There's so many ways you could take that. But for me, I have spent, I spent a lot of my 20s worrying about shit that really was not important. Mm. And so Mm. pack light, keep it tight really means like I'm not, I'm trying to eliminate the baggage. I'm trying to eliminate (laughs) this shit. I, I like, I'm trying to get to the point where I just don't care, you know, Mm. um, I care about a lot of things, but the things that don't need to take up so much space that that aren't helping me progress, I'm trying to leave that shit behind. So really, that's my model. And keep it tight because, you know, I'm trying to, I got to find me a husband. You know what I mean? I got to, 
I got to see naked. You said find a husband. Well, I said, look, see, I told y'all. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, of course, like you want to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, self, I see Oh, no, you. I said naked in the street. Oh, no, 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 not in the streets. <laughs> no, Katrina, no, I'm not naked in the streets. I'm not naked I, in the streets. Well, I told no. you, I gave you a crop top. I gave you shorts. Girl, we trying to get you on over to the other side. <laughs> Come on over. Crop tops are cute, but listen. You know what? But you know what brought me to the crop top world was I kept seeing people that were like, I personally, if I was a certain size, wouldn't wear a crop top. Mm. That's just me. More people, like I said, other people may be more free and they don't care. I'm like, okay, no, like I want to have my stomach be flat. I want it to look like this. And that's not even so much of like, oh, I've been poisoned about what I'm supposed to look like. Like, no, I just want to look a certain way, just like anybody else, you know? Yeah. So I started seeing more and more people and I was like, you know what? I got to just love my body at each stage that it's in. So that's when I decided. You're making your way over. I'm making it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm putting my, I'm putting my foot in. I'm putting my toe in. I'm dipping. I'm dipping it and doing it. As uh, Wendy Williams would say, I'm dipping and doing it. I'm trying. You're going to be on a naked girl's trip in no time. Oh, Lord. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, And if that happens, you guys are all witness. It was Katrina who who made it happen. It wasn't me. She forced me to do it. You can blame me. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm sure. It's going to be what to talk about. (laughs) I'm riddled with insecurity on the fucking trip the entire time. It's like, oh my God, people can see me. Uh, (laughs) That's that's neither here nor there. Anyway, what is your model for your 30s? Um, The way the last few years have gone and not even talking about COVID or anything, but really since I started my business, it's just been one thing after another. And I feel like things haven't slowed down. I feel like I don't know what's happening prior to all of this. I felt like I knew where I was going and what was happening and I had goals and I was just reaching them and all of this. And now my whole world is turned upside down and I can't see past my nose at this point. I'm just moving. And so I feel like I think in my my mind, little Nemo, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Because at this point, it's like, we don't know where we're going. We don't know what's happening. You know, we got to keep moving because we can't stay still. We can't stay here. We got to go with the waves, ride the waves, enjoy the gonna ride. We're going to ride that wave. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite Miguel songs. Mm. That's it. That that's is my, my, that's my little boo. That's a little boo. I mean, he kind of little, though. He's very little. Like, he's cute. You know, he's, he's an cute. amazing he's performer. There's nothing amazing. Wrong amazing but he li- he little <laughs> yeah, yeah that's man okay that's a good model keep swimming I, you see that's that couldn't be my model because i'm not really a good swimmer <laughs> i'm not uh not literal. <laughs> i know it's i know it's not literal but like i just wouldn't i'm, I'm not a good swimmer i'm the one that like you can't ride in- the way well, I've written some waves now honey. <laughs> but yeah i've been thrown into some bodies of water and literally start freaking out and they had to pull me out because I'm just like this is not how I'm going out y'all trying to kill me um (laughs) so but I get what you mean keep swimming keep keep thriving 
keep moving. Don't get stuck. And well, you know, we've talked about Katrina's perfectionism before. Um, my thing is I tend to get stuck. Like if I don't see the vision, if I don't know what's happening, I will like stop. I will get discouraged. I will feel like, well, I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going to stay right here and I'm not going to do anything. And running a business has taught me to not do that in different ways. Sometimes in really harsh ways, it kind of just like dragged me out of that behavior in a lot of ways. And so it is just a process of like taking a deep breath and keep moving. Take another deep breath and keep moving because, you know. The way that my life is in this moment is not at all how I pictured it. And I have no idea what's next, but I'm excited. It's going to be great. As you should be, as you should be. We all should be excited, you know, to see what happens. Cause I mean, each chapter, each year, you don't know. You really don't know. You have no idea. So <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. The unfolding. That's mm. what, what the unfolding of what, it turns out to be, Mm -hmm. you know, without the structure that a lot of people like to live in because Mm -hmm. it hasn't been that way. You know, how many times do we play that game growing up? Uh, What was that game called? Remember we used to play this game and they were folded up like an origami and then you'd be like, anyway, anybody around our age know what we're talking about. The fortune teller. And then you do it so many times based off like your birthday or something like that. And then you write like, oh, you're yes. going to live in a mansion. Oh, you're going to live in a house. <laughs> you're going to have these many kids. You know, it's like this whole structure. And yeah, that shit, it's not a game, yo. There ain't no structure. Like it is what it is, you know. And each day you just have to decide like, I'm just not going to let it get me. I'm not going to yeah. let it get me. All right, what's next? <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. What am I excited for? Same. Like I'm I'm just excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see how the things that I have already begun to do will come to fruition in my business, in my world, in my life, in my relationships, all of that. But I think the thing I'm most excited about when I really think about it is who I'm gonna be. Like the amount of healing work that I'm doing for myself, the amount of stuff I done been through, especially, you know, in the last like 10 years or what have you, like the stuff that I've been through and the work that I'm doing on myself, I'm really excited to see who Katrina is going to be at 35. I'm really excited to see what that's going to be. What age? 35. 35. Yeah. I'm like the middle point, like mid 30s. Like what are we going to look like then? And then what are we going to look like at 40? I don't know, but I'm definitely using my night creams and shit already. If you oh don't, if you're 30, by the way, this is my advice. If you are already in your 30s you better be using the right stuff okay buy the buy those creams you know because i'm not rich and 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 neither are you katrina but there are some things out there that you could do to prevent because some people man i just you know i know black don't crack but we still want to be you know we want to age gracefully so make sure you do your skincare routines get that massage girl Make sure you <laughs> take care of yourself, okay? Take care of yourself. Take care of your body and do it now because you'll thank yourself later in your older years. I'm Absolutely. telling you, you will. I can't Absolutely. stress it anymore. <laughs> I can't Absolutely. stress it anymore. Just do it. Buy the things because guess what? If you don't take care of it, your body's going to make you take care of it. Mm-hmm. And That's when you least expect it, 
you're going to be like, what happened? No, no, you could be preparing for this. <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> you know what happened. You were there. So, <laughs> and we can end on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who do you want to give your rose to this week? Uh, so you guys all know, well, any, our listeners know that I, and Katrina knows, I am a big, big music lover. And I saw the Summer of Soul documentary that Questlove just put out. And it was Was amazing. Was it good? So good. It was so good. I really like documentaries though. Uh, but and especially if it has to do with music, it's even 10 uh, times better for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, what happened and what happened behind the stage and what, ha-? you know, like I'm, yeah. I want to know all the deets. I want to know everything. So um, I'm giving my roses. I'm giving my rose to Questlove this week because, you know, that man really loves music and it mm. shows you. Um, and the level of blackness that was displayed throughout that entire documentary was legendary. I'm mm. beautiful. It was everything I needed it to be. It was 1969 during a very, very crazy time. During, right. You know, the Vietnam war, there was a lot of, a lot of baggage that <laughs> black right. people were carrying. And just to see them at this free concert that these people gave these artists gave of themselves. Hmm. It just was amazing. And it was basically 40 hours of footage that sat in storage because nobody wanted to buy it. Hmm. We all know why, but no mm-hmm. one wanted to touch it or make anything of it. And he went through all of this footage and created this two hour film that to me, it just it's just great. It's just awesome. And you know, I just want to say, keep doing your thing, Questlove, because, you know, hopefully I can work on some projects or something. You know, it just inspired me. Sure. Like, what could I do? You know, how could I put out somebody's story? You know, it made me think that I could do that. And mm. So, you know. And also I, how important it is to share the story. Exactly. You know, Harlem in 1969, just seeing all the bros and the outfits Mm. and just the display of just the way everyone was so excited to see these artists I mean Nina Simone she just came in and just killed Mm -hmm. you know uh, you see a young Stevie Wonder and oh wow you know I think he was maybe like 19 or 20 at the time or something and you just see this and you know Stevie came into the game at a very young age. Right. Him at 19 or 20 and basically be like, I don't want to be put in a box. I'm going to make whatever music that feels good to me. You know, Hmm. I'm not going to always be little Stevie Wonder. So to see him to be so like experimental with his sound and. Right. uh, Mahala Jackson like came and basically gave a word. I mean, she was singing, but like it was a word. Okay. You know, it's like the spirit of just, you know, Black people cling so heavily to the church. And I know yeah. why, because of just all the craziness that we have gone through. And it's- Are going through. <laughs> yeah, are going through. But, 
you're just like, you got to turn to, there's got to be a higher power. Somebody else has got to be, you know, we got to call on somebody. So just to see like her and Mavis Staples just like sing together and their voices are so just like, ugh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. I can't express how much it meant to me. And yeah, I've probably watched it a couple times. I saw it at like a, a screening and then I came home and watched it. You know, it was mm-hmm. that good to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to Questlove making these beautiful black stories and keep doing what you're doing, fam. I, I feel like I know him, you know, even though I don't know him. <laughs> right. But, you know, I go to events and stuff and Questlove is so humble and such a regular person. Yeah. And I feel like I could very well just walk up to him and just talk to him about whatever He's that type of person. He's accessible. So yeah, he's dope. And uh, yeah. That makes me wonder what, what the story is going to look like about 2020. Specifically when somebody tells the story of black people during 2020, because as you were talking about all of that, like I was just putting it in the context of the last year and a half we just had with all the shit that's been popping off and in the middle of a pandemic with just like, there's been so much happening. And so I'm curious and kind of interested to see in a few years when people start to tell this story or tell the story of those that we've lost during this year or those who've excelled during this year. Like what are those stories going to look like? I think that's going to be really cool to see. Yeah, it is. And I actually said that when I went to one of the BLM protests, and mm-hmm. I was walking, I saw these people and people crying, people praying, people with their signs. You know, I just kept saying, I'm like, I hope somebody's getting some good footage of this, yeah. you know, because it really, we were living history. Absolutely. And um, yeah, that's who I'm giving my rose to this week. But what about you, Katrina? Who are you giving your roses to? Little old me. Little old you. <laughs> yeah, girl. I feel like part of the journey that I've been on is really taking a step back and honoring myself for the things that I've done, the things that I'm doing, my accomplishments, the the mistakes that I've made, the ways that I've learned and all of that, because that's not something I'm good at with my perfectionism. And so, you know, I want to shout myself out for once because I don't do enough of that just acknowledging myself for how far I've come. And especially after the last year and a half, like it's been a tough year and a half for a lot of reasons. My business has been, although going well, the hardest thing that I've ever done. My uh, family has lost three people. We've had some pretty big illnesses in the family in the last nine months as well. Like it's been so many things happening. I wasn't well during parts of that emotionally either. Just my relationships have been really different. And so I'm just acknowledging the amount of work that it has taken for me to get to this place and like be good and be okay. And not even feel like, oh, I'm, I'm making it through, but to really feel like I'm good. Like, I'm okay. So yeah, roses go to me today. As uncomfortable as that is, as much as I don't like to put the spotlight on myself in those ways. No, you do not. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely do not. (laughs) We know. (laughs) We know. (laughs) But it is something that I am working on practicing more of. And some people like to try to put me on podcasts and things. So, you know. I mean, exactly. (laughs) And I will say this. I will say that I think 
I think it's amazing that you are honoring the healing process the way that you are. Because some people don't want, they just don't want to deal with their shit. You know, they Mm -hmm. just want to put it in a box. I'm guilty of that. I've done it plenty of times. Um, But the fact that you're like, okay, no, like we got to, we got to work through this is amazing. And yeah, you're fucking awesome. So I think that's super dope that you are giving your roses to yourself because I probably would never do that. (laughs) We'll see how, we'll we'll see how in in these, uh, as these episodes progress, if I get there, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but yeah, I think it's amazing. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast with you is because, well, number one, I feel like both of us in a way are the same. We're, we're the same in some ways, but quite different in others. Absolutely. Uh, meaning we will hold on to a lot of stuff that's going on with us internally mm. um, and not necessarily talk about it, especially not with one another. Like every time that we would get together, we would have a lot of surface level conversations. And but I knew that we both have depth. You know, yeah. we both are business women. We both want us to see, we want to see good things come from this life. And we have basically some of the same foundation. And so yeah. I thought, you know what? Like, yeah, we both probably went on two different paths, but we're probably much more alike than we think that we are. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Yeah. So that's awesome that you gave your rose to yourself. And um, I'm just going to, you know, cheer you on as you go through this journey. I'll be I there as much as I can. Thank you. And as uncomfortable as it is at times, thanks for pulling me out of my shell. Making me put my voice on the airways. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Anytime. But now we just got to get you out naked in these streets. Oh, hell no. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. For sure.